0: Hello, and welcome back to the Conscious Contact podcast. I am so sorry for my absence the week before last. I was unexpectedly out of town after a member of my family passed away, so I was not able to record a solo episode for you, but last week we had Jamal Murphy on again, and I hope that you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It's fantastic, and I'm back. So wish no more. I am here. I want to jump right into it basically. I have been ruminating on this topic for a while after a number of different discussions with people in my life and I'm going to make a broad disclaimer first which hopefully will lead into the conversation smoothly. I don't plan these so we'll see what happens and I don't know if I'm over caffeinated or under caffeinated so a little rusty bear with me. So I used to have a co-host on this podcast, and we made this uh, disclaimer a lot uh, back when we had first started. This is not a how-to podcast. If you have somehow ended up here under the guise of, I'm going to tell you how to live your life and what choices to make or how to optimize this or make that better, that is not what's going on here. That is not my aim. That's not why I started this podcast. That is not what I like to talk about because I don't know you. And I don't know what's best for you. The only thing that I hope to share on here is how I dealt with certain things based on my previous experience, what happened when I went through that situation and what I learned from it afterwards. And if me sharing that helps you To look at your situation differently or think about it in a different way, awesome. But I am never going to get on here and tell you this is what I think is what you should do or what you should believe or any of that. I can have my own opinions and I believe in them fully or they wouldn't be mine and I probably wouldn't have it as an opinion, but that is never going to be a judgment on somebody else. You are entitled to believe whatever the hell you want to believe. And I am not here to step on your toes. Also, the topics that I talk about, I am going to have an opinion on them. And there are certain episodes where I have prefaced it like this and tried really hard to stay as neutral as possible or not give my opinion on the situation because I don't think it's helpful um, when I'm just discussing facts or the discourse behind it or my outside perspective without my actual opinion on it. But I don't care if you believe how i believe this is also not a philosophy well i guess technically it's my own philosophy of life but this isn't something where i'm hoping you listening to me is going to make you believe a certain way or change your mind from x to z or whatever i just hope that maybe it makes you think about whatever topic i'm talking about a little bit more and that makes you either deepen your opinion that you already have or see the other side and get a better perspective or whatever. I I don't I don't care what comes of this basically. This is just me sitting down in front of some cameras in my house half by myself, half with someone else and just kind of seeing what happens. Me trying to be in the moment as much as possible and to really connect with people that I can't see who aren't in the room with me. And whether you connect because you disagree with me, or you connect because you agree with me, or you connect because you're in the middle, I don't care. It's awesome. Everyone is welcome here. And I want you to have your own opinion. I want you to think for yourself. I want you to believe whatever you want. And if something that I say, like if, if I hate peaches and you love them, that is not a judgment on you. That has nothing to do with you. That is not me saying that you're a terrible human and you should try them again. They are wonderful. However, if you don't like them, that's fine. So that kind of gives you a preface to what I'm going to talk about. So broadly, I've had a lot of conversations with people recently about people taking things so personally. And I'll get into the weeds on this because there are kind of a couple different points that I want to hit. So I kind of touched on one, my opinions about my life, my choices that I've made for myself and my thoughts are just my own, they're my opinions. They are not a judgment on you if you have a different one. They do not mean that I think you should change your mind or that I think you're a terrible human or, or any of those things. Anything that I say in real life on this podcast, whatever, that is coming directly from me. And even though it might sound very personal to you, it isn't. It's not personal in the slightest. So an example of that, that I have experienced in my own life, a little deeper than the peaches example. Um, I am in recovery. If you're new here, welcome. Um, I am sober. I did not used to be, (laughs) hence why I say I am now sober. And I follow quite a few different, like, not influencers, but people in the sober space that are also very open about their sobriety, their story, how they live their life now, how different it is to how it used to be, yada, yada, yada. Everybody's recovery in sobriety is their own. You can follow a program, you cannot, you can do this, you can choose to not do that. There is a a multitude. I mean, like with any situation, with any life situation, you get to choose how you live your life most of the time, unless you are a child or you are in jail. You, you are going to be free to make those choices, at least here in America. And there are quite a few of them that still drink quote-unquote non-alcoholic beverages. Um, so those are like non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic mixers, non-alcoholic I don't, they call them maybe elixirs. Maybe that's what it is. Um, And there's companies popping up all over the place. There's non-alcoholic wines. There's this, that, and the other. So I have a very strong conviction that I do not partake in those. Mostly because of my own experience with seeing other people in recovery who do that and do not come back. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. But it is scary to me. And my life is so good, I do not want to risk the things that I have gotten from being sober with playing around with something that almost killed me. Even though it says non-alcoholic, there is also a trace amount of alcohol in all of the ones that I have ever seen. It's kind of like kombucha. You don't have to show your ID to buy kombucha, yet there is still a percentage of alcohol that exists within that product. And for me, with someone who is an alcoholic, that means to me that I have an allergy to alcohol. So just like someone with a peanut allergy would never get anything that has any amount of peanuts in it whatsoever, I'm kind of the same way. So that's my own personal conviction. And I have, I respect other people's choices, has nothing to do with me. They didn't ask my opinion. They do not care what I do with my own life and I should not care what they do with their own life. I, I think that's a really good way to live. And the line there for me comes if it's going to do harm to someone that I know or care about or if it's going to infringe on my right to have my belief. So that's kind of my two caveats with any scenario and this included. So I have written many a probably semi-angry but also genuinely trying to be helpful and informative message when someone promotes these non-alcoholic beverages. Again, because I'm only speaking from my own personal experience and I know how I live my life and the choices that I've made, especially when I was newly sober, that me starting to drink non-alcoholic beverages at that point would have, I mean, I'm not God, I don't really know, but I would assume based on my personality and the experiences that I've lived through, that would have been a very bad decision. For me to have made. Um, I don't think it would have been very long before I thought, hmm, maybe I'll do the real thing. And I think it's hard in the recovery space to take into account the enormity of different experiences that people have before, during, and after getting sober. And I've I've written, like I said, written very long wordy messages under the guise of being helpful um, and trying to educate these people who I don't really know and who didn't personally attack me. They did not say just because I choose to not drink them that I'm a terrible person. So why should I come at them under the guise of because they drink them, they are making the wrong decision. That's not okay. And I very quickly deleted those messages. So also before we get really into the weeds on this, I am not immune to taking things personally. I take things personally all the time. And that's kind of part of why I wanted to talk this out too, is it's something that I think we all can work on. I've not met anyone who doesn't take something personally. So the other part that I kind of wanted to get into this as well is just because I've made a certain choice, just like the same example, drinking non-alcoholic beverages, someone else's choice for their life doesn't mean that if i don't make that choice it's a judgment on me that's my own ego i mean that's my own stuff that's my own maybe uncomfortability with where i stand on something that's my own fear of judgment from other people that's that's my own stuff that i need to work on it has nothing to do with that other person or what they're projecting even if and this is the next point i want to make even if one of those sober influencers said my name specifically And said, you know, Janae talks about not drinking non-alcoholic beverages. And I think that's crazy. blah, Blah blah. Even if it sounded specifically personal. And maybe they went down that rabbit hole a little bit further. Maybe they started saying that my recovery is trash because I've made that choice. Or I don't know how to have fun. Or made any kind of other personal judgment against me or my recovery. I could hear that, see that, and take it extremely personally. I mean, why wouldn't I? They've used my name. They've made judgments about me as a human being. Even if someone says your name personally or says it to you personally, if it's something negative or nasty, it's still not personal. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to get into this. I, and this has taken me a long time and this is not what happens every time I run up against this. It is something that I like to remind myself of. Hence, why so I'm doing this podcast. But also, again, I've, I keep having these conversations with people in real life. And it makes me think, man, some people don't think about it this way or have never been exposed to this thought process. So let me set the stage for my own inner workings. So if <laughs> I'm going to use my Harris Teeter example, I was in line to check out, this is semi busy. And you know how grocery stores are. I mean, there's rarely ever more than like two real people running checkout lanes, because it's all like they want you to go through self checkout. So I chose to go to a real person for once, which I never normally do. Uh, That must have been really busy too. And there was an older lady behind me. And I just say that to set the stage. Again, not a judgment on her at all. It was a little weird she was very close to me we all had buggies and everything and her her buggy was very close to the back of my legs and i could just kind of tell i didn't look back or anything and i'm not looking her up and down or giving her the stink eye or whatever and i'm just you know i'm sitting there and i have issues with being out in public the grocery store specifically is giving me issues and what i try to do is be as present as possible realize Nothing is there to hurt me. I'm going to be okay. It is literally just a grocery store. And I try to be present, present in the moment and maybe smile at people, not in a creepy way. That's a hard balance, still working on it, but genuinely try to interact with people in a positive way so that it not only gets me out of my own uncomfortableness, but maybe it helps their day a little bit because I can only imagine, especially being a cashier, how much people must be upset with them on a regular basis. So I'm second up. So I'm waiting to be able to put my things on the conveyor belt and the ladies behind me. She hits me with her cart (laughs) and it's a decent amount and she rolls it back a little bit. And she says, sorry. And I, you know, I just do the little, little backwards, like acknowledging the gesture, but not really saying anything. I didn't think it needed anything to be said. And I scoot up a little bit because I had a little bit of room. and. Then I just hear her mumbling and grumbling about things. And she goes, I said, I'm sorry. Can you not hear me? And at this point, I realize I do not need to engage with her. Nothing that I have to say is going to please her. Um, There's nothing that I I can do for this woman. And she doesn't take it any further, which, thank goodness, But the whole time I'm thinking what I normally think. If someone's coming at me in that kind of fashion when I know that there's not anything on my end that I should have, could have, would have done differently, they are not mad at me. They are upset with something going on in their life. So whether that's another human being, whether that's themselves, whether that's the state that they're in, whether that's the day they just had they are upset with something that is not me. I am just the person that, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. I am the one that they are able to take it out on. And that applies with everybody. If anyone ever in my life has said something untoward to me, I have definitely taken it personally 90% of the time. And I'm I'm probably down to like 80% of the time now. But that other 20% where I can pause and be like, in my head, I don't say this to them, but if I can re rework the way that I'm looking at the situation and go, you know, it must be really hard to look at life the way that they're looking at it. It must be really hard to be unhappy enough to say that to someone else. It must be really hard to try to lash out and hurt someone so that they hurt the way I hurt because I've been there. I have been that nasty person in the checkout line. I understand how much pain that I was in. I didn't know it at the time, but looking back now, I can definitely see that. That person that I was yelling at, who whether it's at the grocery store or wherever else, it had nothing to do with them. It never does. If a kid is getting bullied at school, it has nothing to do with that child. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the bully's own insecurities. And I mean, I'm sure we've heard that. A million times and it just takes consistent practice to be able to maybe realize that it's not personal a little bit sooner so that you can control your own reactions and actions cuz old me would have been like the fuck did you just say to me and you know or or, or even if i was the chilled out version of me i probably would have been like i didn't ask you to fucking say sorry or you shouldn't have hit me with the cart to begin with you wouldn't have to be sorry you know i would have found some way to hurt her back in the way that I perceived I have been hurt. And that's where arguments start. (laughs) That is the nexus of all of that. That's how the internet arguments get started. That's how in-person arguments get started. It is a tit-for-tat situation. And if I can remove myself from there, my reactions to people are normally a little bit better. (laughs) Again, practice, practice, practice. And it's always progress over perfection. But something that's helped me a lot and I would I hope someone hears that and maybe they can think about their situation a little bit different or not (laughs) it doesn't again this is not personal if you don't want to look at it like that oh well again I'm talking about my own life my experiences and how I view certain things now and if that helps you cool sweet all right next one So this also, the taking things personally, this also goes into the issue with comedy right now. I can't imagine having that be my livelihood and being in the current social climate. It's incredibly hard to navigate that. It's incredibly hard to have a job where people are going to take things personally. Everything that they say is going to be taken personally by someone. And I get that. And I understand that it is human nature. We're all sensitive beings. But I have been there. Again, I still take things very personally. I used to take them much more personally. I can understand if you've gone something through something hard and someone is making a joke about it in a stand-up routine or in a movie, it can feel very hurtful. It can feel very Personal. It can feel like they are attacking you, or it can feel like if they only knew how much this hurt me, they wouldn't joke about that. And while that may be true, it is not personal. It has nothing, the, these comedians are not seeking to harm people. That is the, I would assume, the antithesis of their job. I guess that's the right word. It's the opposite of what they're trying to accomplish with their job. And I would think that they are not going to intentionally try to harm people, to get people offended because something is inherently a little true. I think that is really good comedy. To go a step further and to disregard people's feelings, I think that's where we get into the gray area. However, a comedian's job is to find the inherent truth in a situation And find a way to showcase that in which people can either agree or disagree with it. And because it is so innately human, it will elicit some form of response, whether that is like embarrassment or comedy itself and laughter or offense. I I think that's that's kind of comedy as a whole. That's how I see it from the outside looking in to get really deep. I mean, there's also really good fart jokes, and I don't want to take that away from people either, but deep comedy, I think is meant to be thought provoking. I think it is meant to, Ooh, that truth hurts a little bit too. But if you're able to not take it personally and realize that this comedian does not know who you are, they don't know your situation, and they are not saying this to intentionally hurt you, I think that that opens things up a lot for enjoyment for just being able to live your life a little bit looser a little bit freer and the other issue stemming from the comedy is people getting offended for another person and I will never understand this like I, I get it in theory but I don't I don't know why people say and this is a Ricky from a Ricky Gervais skip I'm not gonna do the whole joke because one I don't remember it, and two I would do a terrible job but long story short he is talking about experience he had with a fan who came up to him after a show he had made a joke about cancer some kind of joke about cancer during his skit and this person came up and stated that it was someone close to him I don't know if it was a sister or a wife or whatever has cancer and they don't think that they would find that very funny and it's very hard for them and, you know, this, that, and the other. These these well-intentioned reasons, this attempt at education to Ricky Gervais. And he said, well, have you asked them if they think it's funny? They might think it's fucking hilarious. You know, you're assuming offense on their behalf. And in comedy, that is something that I don't think you should do. I think you should allow people to make their own judgments. Again, that's you controlling the narrative for them. That's you controlling their opinion. On something, and if you do really care about that person, I don't think that that's a healthy place to be. I think it would be better for you to ask them. Maybe next time you see them, did they find this funny? Maybe that can be the growth opportunity there for you to be able to learn a little bit more of whether they are offended by that or not. I think that's a great conversation to have with anybody on any topic, and I I think that that can yield some really good conversations so that you don't next time maybe you don't take things as personally. For them because you can't take something personally for someone else. I don't feel. I I don't feel like the definitions of those words lend themselves to that being a thing. But also, I don't think you should unless you've asked them. That's assuming someone's opinion. That's assuming someone's reaction. And you should allow them to make that judgment call. And if they don't like that comedy, they shouldn't watch it. And they need to make that judgment call, not you for them. And again. Not everyone is going to love everything. Maybe that comedian isn't for you. Maybe that's not the type of comedy that you like to watch. And again with the peaches. I'm sorry. It's just on my brain. Someone quoted it. I can't I I think it's been attributed to Marilyn Monroe. I'm not really sure. But it's you can be the ripest, juicy, juiciest, most perfect peach in the world. And there are going to be people that don't like peaches. That's okay. It <laughs> that doesn't mean that you need to convince them to like peaches you can just say that that's not for me or that's not for them and move on or you can have a conversation with them about it what is it that you don't really like about peaches not in an attempt to convince them to like them but so maybe you can understand the other side maybe you can realize why certain people don't like peaches Again, I like to look at it all as a growth opportunity and the potential for me to be a little less sensitive about stuff like that because it makes me react in a way that is negative. It makes me attack rather than maybe think and take a second. It makes me want to talk instead of ask questions to learn more. And I don't, again, this is not a how-to podcast, but this, this episode in general is the one piece of advice that I would like to give people please stop taking everything so personally. <laughs> it's not personal, even if it feels that way. And if you can reframe your brain to think about that in a different way, I don't know if it will work for you, but it's worked for me and it's paid more than the effort that it takes for me, it helps so much. And I'm never going to be perfect. I'm always going to take things really personally. But I hope that I can pause, understand where someone else is coming from. And maybe either start a discussion or be neutral and tolerant of the people around me. So thank you so much for joining me. Please don't take this episode personally. And if you do, leave me a comment below. Or if you're like, oh, hey, I kind of understand where you're coming from. Leave me that comment too. Or again, you can leave me no comment at all. It is up to you. So go out there, live your life. Thanks for joining me. I will see you in the next one.